morning, and um, it's, it's such a privilege to be able to speak and to share on such a special day like this one. Um, I think Kathy has mentioned so many times about how you guys have been part of the African team, and, and I think you guys are as much a part of us as, as, as anyone could. And you guys have been with us, and you have, Kathy has pretty much taken a whole village um, to Africa. <laughs> and so um, we really, really appreciate that you guys have um, come alongside of us um, to serve with us. And um, it's, it's, a, it's an honor that we can be able to share this to, today. Um, before I begin, let me just pray for us and allow me to pray in my own language. Amen. Thank you. Um, a couple of, well, it's not a couple of years, but a little over um, 10 years ago, uh, one of the first most beautiful things that ever happened um, to me was I was at a Young Life camp and we had a group of boys that were needing to be at a Young Life camp. And um, so this, these two boys were ready uh, for all the kind of mischief that they, they, they wanted. And they were like, this is the best place. We're far from home. There's no parents. There's nobody. And so we're going to go to the Young Life camp, and we're going to be as reckless and as free to be as mischievous as we want. However, you know, we, we want to make sure that we give kids the best experience. And so with that, we also try to keep them as safe as possible. So when kids were coming in, we tried as much as possible to take away anything that we know is harmful, including phones and all of those things. And so these kids had like alcohol in their bags. And so we, we took that away and made sure that we kept the space clean and, and we kept their hearts in shape. Um, however, that didn't deter them from anything. So first night, these boys at 10 p.m. when lights are out, they sneak out. And they went and jumped over the fence uh, from the camping site that we were on or we are at and ducked out to go look for some alcohol. And uh, at this point, I wasn't a senior leader. I was, uh, I was taking my second group of, of uh, camp kids, and this was my second time, and I, I had no idea what to do. And so a couple of us got together, and uh, I remember uh, our area director coming to me and saying, we have to go find those boys. It's like, okay, where do we start from, though? He's like, I don't know. Let's go. So we got in a car, and we just drove. And we searched and asked pretty much anyone, anywhere there was a light, we asked. And then finally we get to this small little um, pub something, and the guy, there's a guy outside drunk, and he's like, I saw these young boys go in there. And we went and we found them. And my area director was so upset. 
And he was like, man, I don't, I don't even want these kids around the camp anymore. And we took them, and we got them in the car, we brought them back. Fortunately, they hadn't actually started drinking yet because they were still arguing with the lady that was actually selling the liquor. Um, and so we got them to the camp, and we, uh, the, they, they, got to, um, they got to sleep, and then in the morning, he, he called in a bus, and he's like, I want these guys gone. And somehow, they, we, well, the leadership team convinced each other that, no, let's, let's keep them on. Um, but then at the end of the camp, uh, as we were giving out all the prizes and all the swag and everything, he says, I'm not going to give those kids anything. And we're like, okay, that's, that's weird. Um, but I bet he had his reasons. But anyway, he gets, the kids get on a bus and they're, they're going. And about 30 minutes later, he comes around looking disturbed. And he's like, I got to go find that bus. Like, why? He's like, I got to go give them their swag. Yes, they were mischievous, but they're still kids that needed to see and experience Jesus. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay, cool. And he gets in his car and he goes again. And he goes, he finds the bus, he gives the kids their swag, and he turns back. It was a four-hour bus ride home, and we get a call four hours later from their leader. And it's like the kids cried the whole trip back. And at the end of the trip, they gave their life to Jesus. And this was the first time I learned what going looks like. And today we're going to be reading from John 1. Um, and it's a long passage, but I want us to read it still. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was, he was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him and cried out, this is he of whom I said, he who comes after me ranks before me because he was before me. For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God who is, at the, who, who is at the Father's side, but he has made him known. Such a beautiful scripture, but there is, there's, a, there's a few things that I want us to um, just kind of zero in today. I'm just going to run through the whole scripture. So Jesus was with God from the beginning, and he is the maker, and he was and is, and he is part of 
the Trinity that made everything. However, Jesus also came down and dwelt among us. Uh, Eugene Peterson's The Message says he lived, he moved to our neighborhood. And he came and dwelt amongst us. For me, the story or the remembering how Lusayo, my area director, went after those kids has always been a beautiful thing to me because it teaches me what going looks like. But as I lived and, and experienced life with Lusayo, I also learned that he didn't learn to go by himself. He learned because Jesus did it first, because God did it first. And for me, this passage is a beautiful passage that, that explains what going looks like. That God himself has always been going and has always been coming after us. And that his heart is that we would receive him, but then also that we would share in his kingdom. And there are so many people and so many kids, uh, whether in Africa or in the U.S., that still, one of, that still need one of us to go. That still, that still need one of us to go and share with them what that truth in that scripture is. I love how John was one of the people that was going and explaining and teaching and sharing about he who was to come. This passage also explains that we could be a John in our area. We could be a John in our neighborhood. That we could also be the one that tells people about him who was and is and is to come. And see, being able to see and to experience what God can do and what God is doing, I think is one of the most beautiful things that everyone should experience, that everyone should be able to go through. And if you have experienced it, if you have gone through it, there's no reason why you should hold it for yourself. It is for us to share, it is for us to give to others. And so, a lot of times we, we get to a point where we say, okay, but my work doesn't always look like a Young Life Area Director. That I have, sorry, I'm going to drink a little bit here. When you're a big guy and the <laughs> bottle is like <laughs> this tiny. <laughs> yeah, but our, our, you, might be able to, you might be saying that my job is not, I don't have the freedom. I don't have the time. I don't have the capacity to always be chasing after kids, to drive after my neighbor, 
to go find them. But I think God has given us the opportunity to be able to serve where we are. And um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a scripture here. It's um, from 1 Timothy. And it, it's, it's, Tim, it's Paul urging Timothy to pray. And in 1 Timothy 2, 3, and 4, he says, This is good and it is pleasing in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. And in this, in this passage, Paul was, was telling Timothy that one of the first things that you're going to do is pray and pray for all people. And so when you're thinking about, okay, what does it look like for me to go? What does it look like for me to do? I think the first response can always be pray. Pray for all people. Pray for those in leadership. Pray for those in authority. Pray for your neighbor. Pray for the kids. Pray for the area directors. Pray for the people that can manage to, to drive out to go somewhere because the battles that they're gonna fight are not going to be flesh and bones. And so pray. And if you can, the second thing is go. And go is a mandate that is given to all of us. Uh, in Matthew 28, 19, um, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So if you can, go. Wherever that is, wherever God leads you, wherever God is nudging you to go, go. I like how Lucia was like pacing around thinking about, okay, I, I need to give this swag to these kids. But in the end, he just gets in his car and he goes. And we don't know, maybe it's the act of just him loving on the kids like that and giving them that swag that let them to know how much God loves them. And so whatever it is, whatever going looks like for you, go. And the third one is support. Uh, in, Luke, in Luke 8, 1 to 3, uh, soon afterwards he went on through the cities and villages proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. And the 12 were with him. And also women who had been who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's household manager, and Susanna and many others who provided for them out of their means. Support. I love this scripture because one, it tells us that um, these women who had been healed and, and, and set free, and I think all of us here have been healed and set free from a lot of things. And these women supported out of their means. That looks different from everybody. But we can support. Sometimes it's just providing a home for people to meet at. Sometimes it's writing a check. That looks different everywhere. But support. And so as we speak this morning, or as we share this morning, um, the, the dictionary explains mission as an important assignment carried out for political or religious reasons or any other thing. I think we're all called to be missionaries. 
in one way or the other. And like I said, that looks different. However, these are the very first three things I would think that we can try out that are easy enough for us to practice today. Pray, go, or support. Or we can do all three. Let me pray. Dear God, we thank you for your goodness. Thank you for um, allowing us to hear from you this morning. Thank you, God, because you are the one that loved us first. God, that you came out of your comfort, out of your glory, and you came into our neighborhoods and to wear this skin that is fleeting and dying just so that we could come and have a relationship with you, that we could experience you, oh God. So God, we thank you that you did that first and that you set an example for us on what it looks like to go and to share your kingdom. God, as we hear from you this morning, I pray that you'd stir up our hearts. Help us to see what going looks like for us. And I pray, oh God, that you'd connect with us personally. And Father, give us the courage. Give us the boldness to know how to do that. And we thank you because you have promised in Matthew 28 that when we do that, when we go, that will not do it alone because you are with us to the end of time. We thank you and we honor you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.